0: I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. So how do we flip the switch on fear? How can we overcome fear and use it as a tool to guide us to what we really want? Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited with me, Jen Ramsey. I'm so pleased you're here. In this week's episode, we're focusing on fear and more importantly, how we can overcome it. This is the second in our two-part series on overcoming fear. Last week, we talked about what fear is And I gave you six really good reasons to change your relationship with fear. To go back and listen to that, you can just visit episode 50 of Your Freedom Unlimited. And so this week, I wanted to share with you how to overcome fear. I'm going to share with you some of the really practical tips and techniques that have worked really well for me and for others in this space. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you may be asking, why am I devoting two whole episodes to fear? Well, because I believe anything that any of us really want is just on the other side of our fear, whether it's a new business, a new job, a new relationship, losing weight, getting fit, whatever it is that we're most afraid of, whatever is really bringing up the most fear for us is actually the thing we are most keen to achieve. But somehow, our fear stands in our way from achieving our highest goals and dreams. And when I look back, I can see how my fear has really stopped me from doing some of the things that I actually really wanted to do in my life. My fear has stopped me from taking some long term trips overseas, from taking some jobs, and from expanding as a person. I've also seen how my fear has really stopped me from sharing my voice. over the years kept me very small and made me feel extremely frustrated. My fear also stopped me from growing my business because it stopped me from sharing my voice and my ideas like this. Why? Because I was afraid of what other people would think. Now that I am sharing these ideas, I found the, in fact, the complete opposite is true. People tell me how valuable they find the ideas that I'm sharing and the coaching and work that I do with them. So I can see In my own life what a colossal waste of time my fear has been but at the time it was really strong and it was really something that was stopping me from taking action in my life so I guess my question for you right now is to ask you what has your fear stopped you from doing what dream or goal have you not achieved because of a fear that you might have had and if in answering that question you might feel that your fear has kept you playing small and kept you feeling frustrated, I completely hear you and that's why I really wanted to devote this episode to this topic because I think it's so important. I think it's really important for us to really do something about our fear, to really revolutionise our approach to it and to really think practically about what we can do right now to overcome our fear And that's important to me because I can see how when I have made a change when I've really dealt with my fear and overcome it I've seen how my life has really opened up and really that's what I want for you as well I'd love to see you you overcome any fear that you're experiencing so that you can do what matters most to you so my call to you is let's flip this switch on fear because I think the things that we all want most are always on the other side of that fear So let me share with you seven practical steps that I've found that will really, that have really helped me overcome my fear and I believe that they will help you as well. Now, one of the things that I also wanted to say is that if you're in therapy or using medication for any sort of fear or anxiety, please continue to use those. I'm just wanting to open up a new conversation with you today here about fear and anxiety and to share what's worked for me so that you can potentially see your fear in a different light and maybe try just one of these techniques. So the first step that I have taken to really overcome my fear is to realize that fear is a very natural part of being human. And I covered a lot of this in last week's episode. I said last week fear is programmed inside us to keep us safe. So it is natural, and if the saber-toothed tiger is, is in the corner of our living room, then yes, we need to do something about it. But we also need to put our fear in perspective. So I really would encourage you to listen to episode 50 of this podcast to understand some of the neuroscience related to fear and why it does what it does in our body. But I guess here today, what I want to share with you is that fear is a natural emotion and a natural part of life. We can't get away from it, but we do have a real choice in terms of how we deal with it. So, and if we are experiencing severe fear, like anxiety, from my own experience, i found it can be very scary, but it is manageable. We just might need to bring a few more tools to the table to do that. So I guess the first step here is to understand that fear is a natural part of being human, and it is something that we can do something about. So what can we do about it? Well, let's move to our next step. And for me, the next step is to remember that there is only fear or love. I've found when it comes down to it in this life, there are really two streams of consciousness, two two things that are really operating in our lives. And we can choose to be in the consciousness of fear or in the consciousness of love. And I've realized that when we choose to put our foc- where we choose to put our focus is absolutely vital in dealing with our anxiety and fear. At least that's been the case for me. And as I was really healing from anxiety, I realized that if I was going to heal and if I was going to move on from my anxiety and my fear, I had to continually choose the path of love. And when I focused on love, then I immediately reduced the impact of fear in my life. So what does that look like practically? What that looks like practically in a very simple way was my decision to turn off the evening news. The fear that it was provoking in me and the continued stories about things going wrong in in the world that could potentially impact me, that created a lot of fear and anxiety in my life. So I really made a conscious choice to turn the news off. I was turning the source of a big source of fear in my life off. And I choose to focus on other things. So I started listening to podcasts and other things online that were more fulfilling for me and that actually helped me feel better and helped me focus on things that, that I could do something about. So this wasn't me turning my back on the world and, and not, not connecting with the world. I certainly kept you know in touch with what was going on. But I didn't let myself dive in and be completely overwhelmed by that fear and that news. I realized that if I just uh, quickly looked at the headlines in the morning and the evening on, on my local news service online, that I really did need to know everything that was going on in my world. I, I wasn't turning my back on my on the world, but I and, but I was also being really managed in terms of how I was taking that information in and I realized reducing the amount of information that I was taking in made a huge huge difference to me. So that's a really practical example of how I was turning my focus from fear to love. I do understand this is a very big concept that could perhaps seem a little simplistic but believe me it really works. I've found within myself that a calm loving thought towards myself or other people definitely leads to another calm or loving thought to myself or others. So, and what I've also found is that after many years of complexity and trying to fix my anxiety, I really welcome the simplicity of this approach. So the simple daily choice that I make right now is for me to focus on love rather than fear. I don't always get it right and sometimes I do get too engaged in what's going on, but I have found that if I'm more focused on love, and more focused on calm, peaceful thoughts than I'm focused on fear, then I'm a much calmer and I'm a much more peaceful and happier person. And people have given me that feedback when I'm working online and working with them. I regularly get comments about how calm my voice is and how, how easy it is to listen to me. And I feel sure it's because I've made this change and this choice to become a more calm, peaceful person, firstly within myself and then with the world around me. The next thing I've found that has really helped me overcome fear and overcome the fear that I was experiencing was actually to turn towards my fear rather than run away from it. Because when we're feeling fear, we have two choices. The first one is we can panic and turn further away from it. Or our second choice is we can have the courage to turn towards our fear and deal with it. I call it walking into the fire, walking towards my fear but I've also found that it makes a huge difference to overcoming my fear. And I do know though for a long time when I was feeling fear I did feel panicked and I turned further and further away from it. But what this did is that it created a very vicious cycle where I became smaller and smaller and more and more of a victim to my fear. Turning away did not make it any better, in fact it made everything worse. So here I'm talking about times when we've got that choice to have a difficult conversation with someone or to go to a meeting that we don't really want to go to. When we turn into those conversations, when we have those conversations, we actually can can resolve the things we're, we're most afraid of. So I really encourage you to, to gently turn towards your fear. When I finally turn toward my fear, I realized I was not going to die and that I was not a victim to it and that was a huge breakthrough for me. So let me explain what I mean by that because that's a fairly serious thing to say that I realized I wasn't going to die. But for a long time, when I was experiencing very high level anxiety, I did feel like that. I would have a panic attack and I would feel like I was being suffocated. But what I realized though in this time also was that I felt like I had become a spectator to life, just going through the motions. And I wasn't getting the enjoyment and the fulfillment that I really felt that was possible in life. I felt I was becoming smaller and smaller. So when I started to build a relationship with my fear, I moved from that place of being a spectator in life to actually being somebody that is actively participating. And with that, I started to feel more aligned, much more alive, much more engaged, and much, much happier to be with people. I started getting and I also started getting what was most important to me done. And when we're doing those things, when we're doing those things that are most important to us, we can feel so much more fulfillment and so much more success. So I also wanna tell you that I still experience fear and anxiety today, but I have a completely different relationship with it. It's much healthier and it's much more productive and I am getting more things done. And that's because today I'm walking towards my fears rather than walking away from them. And why is that? Because I know that there is always growth attached to walking towards my fear, and I know that by dealing with my fear, I'll get closer to what I really want. So how do we do this? I want to share with you how we can practically turn towards our fear. So a key technique shared by a therapist of mine many years ago is actually to breathe into the part of our body or parts of our body where we are feeling the fear in the moment. So a number of years ago, I was having what I now realize was a panic attack. I felt like I was suffocating. You remember before when I mentioned that I felt I was going to die? I literally felt that way. And in that moment, something happened where I finally remembered the advice that I'd been given to actually breathe into my fear and to acknowledge its presence in my body. And what happens is when we do this, it's a real paradox. But what happens is when we breathe into the fear and when we really acknowledge it, it actually dissipates. And at the same time when I did this, when I was breathing into my fear, another set of words from another wonderful mentor that I had came into my mind. And those words were, this too shall pass. So this really was an incredibly powerful moment for me. And it was the moment when everything shifted for me in relation to my anxiety. I went from feeling that I was going to suffocate and die to realizing that I could manage my anxiety, that it wasn't going to kill me. So the next time you're feeling the fear, when you're feeling anxiety, I just want to encourage you to turn into it, to breathe into it, to acknowledge it, and you'll be amazed at the difference and the different feeling that you could have in your body. Particularly if you couple it with that idea that this too shall pass. So those two things together are incredibly powerful tools that you could start to use immediately. The fourth strategy that I've found that has really helped me deal with my fear and my anxiety is to realize that I am actually the creator of my reality. So I've done a lot of study and research into quantum physics and what that tells us is that the observer affects the observed and that we really are the creators of our reality because what we think and what we feel and the stories that we tell ourselves about those things actually really do determine our outcomes. So what I realized as part of my healing process was that I realized that all of the stories that I had been telling myself about my life, about my relationships, about my business, about not being good enough or smart enough or fast enough, these were all just stories, they were really bad stories that I'd made up and that actually had no foundation in truth. They were stories that I'd made up based on the negative things that I'd told myself. So what I did was one by one, over a period of time, I really started to look at each of these stories and each of these what we call limiting beliefs and to rewrite them for myself. And I made a very clear decision to choose to believe my new story rather than those old stories that I was telling myself. I realized there was very much a discipline in that, and that it was very easy to fall back into those old stories. So it was a real decision to to say, no, I'm actually telling myself a new story about myself right now. The fifth strategy that I have found to really help me deal with my fear is to maintain a very strong, powerful, and very positive emotional frequency daily. This is really key. It's one thing to make a decision to not tell ourselves uh, ourselves these stories. And then the next thing that we have to really do is we need to keep our frequency high. So we need to look at those things that we're doing and we're thinking on a daily basis to see if they're really helping us maintain a positive emotional frequency or a fear-based frequency. So if you know me, you know I'm a huge advocate of yoga and meditation and mindfulness and I do these things every day and these things are great to help create a fantastic foundation for our day, to help us start our day out feeling really good and really strong and really solid. But the other thing that I've really realized that these are, is that these are things we're only doing for an hour or two a day at a maximum if we're living, you know, doing other things in our lives. So the question I have for you is what are you doing to maintain a strong, powerful, and very positive emotional frequency in the other 22 or 23 hours that you have every day? So what I do here, this is where I focus on bringing in what I call the freedom frequencies into play in my life. So what are the freedom frequencies? So these are the emotional frequencies that I know help us maintain a really strong positive energy all day, every day. So these are the frequencies of feeling love, of feeling gratitude, trust, to be accepting and allowing what's going on around us and to really be cultivating a feeling of joy within ourselves. Now I have talked a lot about these on the podcast and um, I, I won't go into them all now, but I really want to encourage you to go back to those episodes to hear more about these freedom frequencies because they are so powerful and they make such a difference in our lives. So I've put a link in the blog to this to this episode for a link to all of those other really important podcast episodes about love, gratitude, trust, accepting and allowing and joy. The big thing is, is to firstly be consciously aware of these frequencies and then to consciously bring these frequencies into our daily life and to make our decisions and to act from the perspective of feeling love and gratitude and trust. So this has really been my practice over the last few years and I now share this work in my freedom frequency frameworks. It's part of the coaching that I do with people. So anyone that is really looking for a breakthrough in their fear or to really do what matters to them in their business or their career or their life, This is the kind of thing that I'm sharing with them, how to really bring these frequencies into your life every single day. So this brings me to strategy six in terms of how to overcome our fear. So this strategy is all about having a dialogue with your fear, starting to talk with your fear and find out what it's, the secrets that it's holding for us. So as I said earlier, the things that we most often want are on the other side of our fear. So if we're feeling fear, it's really vital to look closely and to work out what it is really trying to tell us. And our fear actually has so much to tell us. I know for me that if I'm feeling fear, it's an indicator of a limiting belief that I'm holding about myself or a situation. And it's also an indicator of something that I probably really wanna do in my life. So what do I do? I actually sit down and I have a chat with my fear. I literally sit down and I ask my fear, what is going on? So I I dive in, I take a look, and it's amazing what you find out. This work is sometimes referred to as inner child work. But what it is, it's actually taking the time out to really have this discussion and find out what's going on inside. What am I really fearful about? And if I'm fearful about it, what could I do about it to address those fears? It's a really powerful practice. So I really encourage you to to really stop and listen and talk to your fear. And the seventh strategy in overcoming your fear is to really take positive action forward despite feeling the discomfort you might be feeling. So even if after all of these strategies, you're still feeling a bit fearful about something, we still need to take positive action. And regardless of how we're feeling, we just need to take one action forward. It could be a small action or it could be a bigger action but just taking one action forward is a great way to really deal with our fear and really to overcome it. We we build a real muscle of action when we start doing this. So what I do is I regularly practice doing things that take me out of my comfort zone. And when I'm doing this, I coach myself consciously through my fear. So an example of this is a couple of weekends ago, I visited Canberra for my cousin's wedding. And over the weekend, we had time to go on one of those new electric scooters, which I'd never been on before. We've got them in Brisbane where I live, but I just haven't ever had a chance to go on them. So I thought this would be a great weekend to to give it a go. But what was interesting was that someone had a couple of months before planted a seed in my mind that I needed to be careful on these electric scooters because I might fall and that's because they know that i am a little bit uncoordinated i can be a bit goofy and i can fall off things i've done that a lot. i did that a lot as a child and i know that this was said to me only because they cared but a seed of fear had been planted inside my brain so when i got to canberra i was a bit stuck i built up this fear about going on these scooters but i also had seen how much fun people were having on them So when my brother said, let's go around the lake on this scooter, I saw it as a a perfect chance to get out of my comfort zone. So I did, I got on the scooter and I gave it a go. I was a little fearful as I got on, but I realized that this was a fear, that it was a good chance for me to really face this fear and to really embrace it. So I did that using every single step I've shared with you today on this podcast. So I chose to love myself rather than be fearful. I chose to give it a go. I turned towards my fear, I breathed into it, as I was riding on the scooter, I was coaching myself and I used the freedom frequencies. I started having gratitude for what a great time I was having and started to feel the fun of the experience that I was having. So if you want to see how that went, check out the blog that goes with this podcast and you'll see a video of me on it. I'm also going to put it on Instagram, so check that out there. So... The question was: Was I nervous and a bit fearful in in testing this comfort zone? Absolutely, but I did it anyway. And was it fun? Absolutely. And that was the point. I really wanted to have fun with my brother Tony and create a memory with him. So that was what was on the other side of my fear. It was more important for me to have fun with him and to create a great memory rather than hold myself back. And I have to say, it was a sense of achievement. I didn't fall off. I did get a bit nervous, but I made it through on on our on our trip around and I, I did it really well and I felt really happy at the end of it. And so this for me is a great lesson in terms of what happens when we push the envelope of our comfort zone. We show ourselves that we can do these things and we're also showing our psyche and we're telling the universe, God or great spirit, whatever you want to say, that we are ready to take more on board, that we're ready, willing and able to deal with our fears and we're ready to move into the next level of our growth. And to me, that's really more important than anything, to continue on my growth path. In last week's episode, I also promised to share with you why this doing this podcast was such a milestone for me and why it's been so important. Well, the fact is, this podcast has also pushed every single button of fear for me. Before I started it, I thought about it for a long time, and I was really worried about what people would think and wondered what sort of reception I'd get. But in the end, and after having realised how important doing this podcast was to me, I realised it didn't matter what other people thought. What mattered most was for me to be getting out of my comfort zone and participating in life and sharing my voice. After so many years of working in marketing and communication where I'd been promoting other people's views and thoughts, it was a real breakthrough moment for me to be starting this podcast And for me to be sharing my own views and my own thoughts on things that were most important to me. So I'm really excited to have done it. And I'm really honoured by the feedback I've received from people on this podcast. So for me, that's why doing this podcast was important. And interestingly, the central message of this podcast is to take action despite your fear. So it's really the the philosophy of this podcast comes through with this, this message that I needed to share with myself. So doing this podcast was important to me because I wanted to share what I've learned and I wanted to share with you the tools that I have found so useful to help me do what matters most to me so that you can do what matters most to you in whatever area of your life is most important to you, be it professionally or personally or both. Because one thing that I know for sure is that when we're doing those things that matter most to us, that's when we feel best, that's when we feel most fulfilled most happy and most successful. So I'm looking forward to continuing to develop and grow this podcast as I grow and develop. So I wanna thank you so much for listening. And um, if you'd like to continue on listening, please do. I'm sure there'll be lots of new and interesting things that I do over the next few months and years on the podcast. So as ever in this podcast, it is over to you. I'd love you to try all these ideas on for size And I'd love to you to give something that you're feeling perhaps a little fearful about. I'd love to see. mm. So as ever on this podcast, it is over to you. I'd love you to try these ideas on for size and to give something you might be feeling a bit nervous about or a bit fearful about a go. I promise you, you can absolutely do this. And when you do, I also promise you, you will feel absolutely amazing. Because my view is, it is really time for us to revolutionize our relationship with fear. And it happens one step at a time, one experience at a time. So please share with me in the comments what you think and what you experienced when using these steps. Until we speak again, take great care. And I'll look forward to talking to you very soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favourite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.